Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, so on today's episode, I am speaking with Emily Caroon, and I'm going to take a second real quick before we get into our conversation to tell you who she is, what she's about, and what she is chasing after in life and in business. Emily is a personal development coach, helping ambitious moms to reclaim their identity, get back on their own priority list, and achieve more than they thought was possible. She's a mom of four, a writer, a speaker, and personal development junkie, and her mission is to empower moms to let go of who they think they should be in order to become more of who they really are. She's a leader, a teacher, and a friend with a fierce passion for self-improvement and girl power. Emily knows what it's like to be exhausted, drowning in guilt, and other expectations. After spending nearly a decade struggling through motherhood, she found her way out of the overwhelm and into a life she loves and is determined to help more moms do the same. Okay, so without further ado, let me introduce you to the amazing Emily on today's episode. Hey, Emily, welcome to the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. How are you? I am so great. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to chat with you. Start off this episode by sharing with everybody who you are, what you do in life and in business, and just give us a little glimpse into Emily. Sure. So my name is Emily, and I'm a mom of four, and I coach other moms. I help moms reclaim their identity and get back on their own priority list because we have all been really grown up to believe that the mom who sacrifices the most wins. And I did that for a really long time and it did not make me the mom I wanted to be. So I found my way out of that. And now I help other moms realize that when they put themselves first, they actually not only are happier, but become more of the mom they always wanted to be. Yeah. Oh yes. I love that. And that's, you know, a big portion of my story as well. And, and how from a young age, I never wanted to sacrifice me for my family, but I didn't want my stuff, my business to sac- be sacrificing my family life as well. It was both. I mm-hmm. wanted both and I knew that was possible. So I love mm-hmm. that joining in on that conversation and helping moms see that putting themselves first actually is serving their family. Yes. Totally agree with you. It really does. Even though we, we may not think it, it may feel counterintuitive, but we really do such a better service for our family when we take care of ourselves. Yeah. So talk to me about your start in business. Were you, was there something else before this or was this the first thing that you launched into the online space with? Yeah, this is actually, well, it started with, I used to work in corporate years ago, like BC before children. And of course I wanted to be the best mother ever. So I gave up my career and I stayed home and I was a stay-at-home mom for the last, I've been uh, almost 12 years. And I had really missed having something of my own, having a career, having, making my own money, really creating and putting things out into the world. And so for a long time, I was trying to figure out what would be next for me as my kids were getting older. What did I want to do? And my daughter is still in preschool. She's not in full-time school. So I was thinking about launching a blog, which is where I started. I just wanted it to be a hobby a place for me to share my own journey, what I had learned, what I had healed myself from all of this kind of martyr mom-ness and finding my way back to myself. And so I just, I've always been a writer and I just wanted to write and share my story. And that is what I, where I started. And I 
never really thought beyond that, you know, thought maybe someday I would turn it into a business, maybe monetize it to advertising, but essentially it was just sort of a hobby. But I have since learned that action really is the catalyst for getting things going. And when I started that blog, I just wanted more and I wanted to do more and I wanted a bigger impact and I wanted to reach more women. And one thing led to the next and I uncovered this opportunity to really help women. And that was through becoming a one-on-one coach, being able to work with women individually, to support them, to guide them towards their own answers and solutions, and to really empower them to take back their lives without guilt, to get out of that overwhelm, that busy cycle, that, that sense of just doing everything for everybody. And the business kind of came from there. And it was really kind of sort of happened accidentally. But it has been so much fun and exactly what I needed. And becoming a working mom and an entrepreneur, you know, had its challenges, but it has been just the most fulfilling experience. And I'm, I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that the blog was kind of like your gateway for a yeah. lot of people. Some There's kind of a few buckets I see a lot of people come into this online space with. It's a blog, it's VA virtual assisting type Mm -hmm. things or network marketing. And those three big major buckets, what I find funnels these ambitious moms into this online space, which is like, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, who was like that first podcast I ever listened to. And I think Mm. it was over five years ago, maybe close to five years ago, Amy Porterfield and Mm -hmm. Pat Flynn and like some of these big names that at the time were just getting their start. And Mm -hmm. I just, I think it's so interesting to think about like our journey into this space and then how it's evolved into the profitable businesses we run today. Yeah, I think it's so... What I've learned in this process and what I help my clients realize is just any action is going to lead you to the next right action. And so we tend to think we have to have everything figured out. We have to have this master plan. We have to see six years into the future. And we just need to start where we are. We need to follow our passion, follow our desires, show up powerfully. And the next step will always appear when we just start taking that action and trusting that it's going to work itself out. It really does. It's so true. Messy action, yes. taking steps before Imperfect. things are perfect. Yes. Before oh, you're yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because otherwise, it's we just sit here in this spinning cycle of, you know, well, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to try this. And I'm going to, I'm thinking about doing a whatever. And you never do the whatever. And- right. Because we, we, we don't feel ready. And we think the people that we admire or that are doing something we want to do, that they just sort of woke up with all this knowledge and experience. And we just don't feel we have it. But when we just start taking that, like you said, that messy action, what it really is, is it's, it's kind of tricking ourselves, our subconscious or our higher intuition to start working on our behalf, to start looking for possibilities, to start seeing how can I make this work? What is available to me? And opportunities, ideas, things start popping up out of the woodwork when we really get in that space of, I'm going to do something, I'm going to make it happen, I'm going to just get on board versus trying to think our way there. And the biggest personal development growth I've ever had in my life was starting my own business because you can only think and read and journal and plan so much. And just jumping in and doing it is going to teach you so much more things you didn't know you needed to know, places you didn't know you needed to heal. And it's just such a catalyst for like huge, huge growth. Yeah. You know, I, like parenting's like that too. I find so many parallels <laughs> yes. between business and parenting or business and parenting, but yeah. Like when you parent your children, number one, they're mirroring back all your crap to you. Mm. And, but mm-hmm. also in business, like this is just such a personal development journey where like every step, every movement, you are like being able to see what you're 
fears are and like just, oh my God, you have no other choice whether to give up or or just get your stuff together and move on. This happened a couple of weeks ago to me where it was like, I felt my heart was racing while I was trying to do something. And, and it's just, no matter how much personal development growth we have, no matter how much income we bring in, we all still get to that point. And, it's, and we have the opportunity in that moment to say, okay, why am I feeling this physically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is this actually referring to emotionally? Yes spiritually, whatever it is, mm-hmm. what is the fear that's under there? And then how can mm-hmm. we respond and move on? And honestly, it took like taking a tiny step that you were talking about, take, doing some kind of imperfect thing to move beyond that and be like, all right, we're good. It's over. Mm-hmm. So that's how you yeah. up level in those little yes. micro moments. Those are like micro up levels, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, we are some of our decisions essentially. And our life is, our current circumstances reflect our past decisions. And when we start owning that, instead of feeling like victims of our circumstances, of our busy schedules, of our kids, of everything else, we really get out of our power and our ability to take charge of our life. But when we decide that we're going to make different choices to move us closer to where we want to be, even if we're, again, not sure exactly what to do, but that we're going to just start deciding differently. We're going to see things as happening for us, not to us, really reflecting, like you said, absolutely. And using that to grow, to really pursue that next level of our life. It's available to us when we decide we're going to prioritize it and pay attention and walk forward. So much so. I love that. So business is freaking hard, right? We can yeah. agree. <laughs> it is. But just because it's hard, I don't believe that that means we're doing anything wrong. Have mm-hmm. you ever had moments where you doubted your abilities or your calling or your business? I've definitely had moments. I haven't doubted my calling or the business. What I've doubted is the house. So like, am I doing this thing? Should I do that thing instead? Like really letting all of the noise about how you quote should do business get to me. And that has been one of the biggest things that I've learned is that while there are tons of resources available, tons of free things out there to help you, You really have to be connected to your mission, to yourself, to what lights you up, to what gets you excited, and really to trust yourself more than everyone else. So I'm all about getting the free resources, learning from others and everything. At the end of the day, you can't do it all and you have to really do what lights you up and you have to really follow your, the thing that you love, even if someone else says, you know, oh, this way is better or that way is better. And so that has been my kind of struggle. And then saving grace essentially was learning that this is my business and I get to do it however I want. And I get to have fun and I get to enjoy it. And it's, while it is hard and there are obstacles, I get to make it what I choose. And just the belief in that things fall into place in a different way when you're, you kind of take that ownership versus I have to again, follow everyone else's lead and do all these things when you just say, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talk to me a little bit because I know I know you've told me about some breakdowns and how we mm-hmm. can really go through that and turn it into our breakthrough. Will you share with us a little bit of your story in that? Yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer in, like we talked about earlier, the attitude of like, everything is here to help me that I cannot get it wrong if I see every misstep or everything that's quote bad as for my own good, as moving me in the direction that I need to go and also preparing me for more than I even realize. It's often hard when you're in the middle of a breakdown to think of it that way, but it helps you get through it so much faster. So instead of resisting what's happening and fighting it, like, why is this happening to me? And this isn't what I planned. 
you kind of surrender to what is and you say, okay, I don't want this, but I know it's in my own good. So I'm going to sit with it and I'm going to let it teach me what it's here to teach me. And I think over my life, I've had so many of those moments. I think we all have like from a crying baby in the middle of the night that won't sleep where you feel like you're at your wits end. And for me in business was actually fairly recently. And so I, um, I gave myself a full-blown panic disorder, much to my surprise. I've never struggled with anything like that. I've never had anxiety and depression, any kind of anything like that. And I was really pushing myself too much, doing too much, putting the expectations too high. And I just started, I I ended up in the hospital. I thought I was having like a stroke or a heart attack. I spent a night in the hospital, I had all these tests done. And essentially it was just a panic attack. And that was really humbling because I just didn't think I was quote, like weak in that way, or I, I thought that I could power through anything and that I just needed to keep pushing. And so that was, that has been a really big motivation, um, not motivation, but inspiration for me to not only slow down, but to listen to my body. And that was my big breakthrough with that. I was really living neck up, you know, very thinking, very pushing, very strategy, but my body was screaming for me to pay attention, to really reconnect, to stop all the masculine striving and really allow myself to listen to myself, listen to my body, to slow down. And it was hard because I had things I wanted to do and I didn't have time to slow down. But the irony is, is that I slowed down um, and I had a higher month. I made more income than I had in the last like three or four months. So it was a great lesson in that more isn't always better and we can achieve more without doing more. In fact, less better is really what we're missing. And so I am so thankful for that breakdown and the breakthrough and the changes I've made since. Yeah. I love that. And I couldn't agree more with just the less hustle, more flow Mm -hmm. being, I think as women, that when we get too far into the doing strategy, striving, we we lose our power. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Our power, and this is what I really help my clients realize is most of the women I work with are really ambitious women who want to do big things. And they, they, they're so used to living in that masculine energy of strategy and pushing and striving and achieving. And while there's certainly a place for that, our superpower is in our feminine and learning to receive and allowing, connecting with intuition, playfulness to really get in that space where we don't have to work as hard to achieve more. And it's so backwards from what we've seen because the world is a very patriarchal masculine place, right? Where we look around and we see men killing it and crushing it. And they're typically the ones in power. And so we think we have to be like them, but we don't because we're not men. You can't out king a king. You have to get in your queen. You have to get in your feminine. You have to really tap into that power. And that's when everything gets easier. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think with ambitious women, a lot of times, and I notice this in my clients, but I also notice it in me, if I'm being honest, I strive for 20 hour work weeks. It never goes more than that, mm. but it can go less. Yeah. And sometimes even if it does go less, I don't, there's a guilt around that letting it yeah. go less or mm-hmm. there, I could be doing more. There's always more to do, right? So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you really help your clients or how do you help yourself get into a place of, I'm going to surrender. Like I've done enough. Enough is enough. Like I'm just going to sit in this place and be okay with that. You know what I mean? You know, honestly, it's really hard. You're right. It's It's so hard because 
as an entrepreneur, you're always going to leave money on the table. And, and just accepting that and, and knowing that, I think in some ways makes it a little easier. Um, no matter how busy you are, how many people you have working for you, there's always more you could be doing. So just because you could doesn't mean you should. And what really grounds me and grounds my help with my clients is I, I encourage the holistic mindset of while your business is a huge part of your life, it is not your whole life. And what we need to do is look at what season are we in in our life? I don't believe in balance. I think balance is totally BS. Balance implies picture someone like on a tightrope, like juggling things, trying not to fall, like holding their breath, like clenched up in fear, desperately trying to make everything work. And that's when we end up crashing and falling because we're, we're trying to be so precarious. That is not what I strive for. I do not strive for balance. What I strive for is harmony. And that's essentially where there are periods where something takes priority for a month or two or three, and then that season ends and a new season begins. And when we can view our lives as these seasons, it really helps free up the guilt. So like if you're starting a new business or you're trying to make some big change, that means that maybe for that season, family needs to take a little bit of a back seat. Maybe you need to hire support and help around the house. Maybe you need to teach your kids to step up more. And so if you're making a conscious decision that this is your priority right now, then you can get out of the guilt of not focusing on the other things that are calling to you. But conversely, you can also say, you know, maybe it's the holidays and my business is going to take a backseat to family time or other things that are a priority. Maybe you have a new baby, something's shifting and you get to decide what gets your time and attention for that season and then structure your life to actually support you succeeding in that priority. We like to say everything is a priority, but by definition, only one thing can be a priority. So when you get really clear about what your priority is right now, it actually makes things a lot easier because whenever you feel that urge to start doing more, either in your business or in your home life or whatever, that guilt is creeping in, you you can say, does this align with my priority? Does this move me closer to my goal for this season? And if not, then you get to parking lot it for the next season or a new season. And so that has really helped me to not feel guilty and to kind of know when I need to stop and slow down and really decide what gets my attention. Yeah. Yeah. And I often say that this is like, this is the work that we have to do. The mindset is the work. I mean, Mm -hmm. we can talk on coaching calls, we'll talk for 10, 15 minutes of strategy and the rest is figuring out the internal mind games that you're totally letting win. Yes. And I think that the work, you know, is, is surrendering, it's releasing, it's even with clients that maybe you desperately, like, you know, you can help them and you want them to sign with you and you know, this transformation is for them, but they're, you know, dragging their feet or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's holding on loosely to that and, and surrendering the fact that like, it's not up to you. You've done your work. Do what you can control and surrender the rest and the harvest will come. I so love that. that be- yeah, that, that's so powerful because that was something I struggled with for a long time was that let, let, holding on loosely. Like I was kind of death gripping. <laughs> like I had my mantras and my affirmations and my intentions and my goals and I was going to manifest all these things. And it was de- I was strangling the life out of it. So learning to just say, you know, my mantra is the more fun I have, the more money I make the more I show up for my clients, the more my clients show up for me. And just really focusing on that service, that giving, having fun, falling in love with my business, falling in love with helping my clients. And the money follows when you can really get in that space. It does. It does. And how do you balance, you know, the the affirmations, the positive thinking with the doing your job part of it as mm-hmm. well? Because, you know, there's the person listening, I can hear them right now. They're saying... um, 
yeah, but I can't just think my way to having a new client. Like you got to give me something. That person that's really death gripping strategy mm-hmm. and resisting the mindset aspect as well. You know, it's really understanding that for you to be the business owner that you want to be and the person that you want to be, the woman you want to be, you have to do both. You really have to do both. You can live in the masculine and the do, do, do and the list and the strategy. And there's certainly a place for that, but you're going to make it harder than it needs to be. And when you can take time, so I make all my clients do non-negotiable daily spiritual workout, which minimum 15 minutes, ideally more of journaling, just a few minutes of meditation and personal development reading. And when you do this, what it does is it really connects you to yourself. It helps you build that self-connection to hear your own voice, to check in with yourself, to ask what you need, and to really use that as your North Star when moving forward. And so if you can do that every single day before starting your day, you're going to remember what really matters. You're going to remember that this is about, again, your whole life and not just the business. You can be clear on what is a priority this season. And then from that space, you're going to be much more effective and efficient when you sit down to write emails or batch content. You're going to be so much more clear on who you're serving, what really matters versus like just brute force. I'm just going to do a bunch of stuff. It really makes you more efficient and effective. And when you get in that flow state, when you've got inspiration pouring in, it's going to be fun. You're going to spend two or three hours just like not even knowing where the time went because you're in that zone of genius versus that forcing work. And so the quality is going to be better. There's so much benefits to having that balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's to me, I visualize it like you're in the ocean. I live in North Florida, so the ocean Mm -hmm. is very close to us, but I grew up on the Gulf of Mexico in Tampa, that area. So when you were in the Gulf, like if you were to walk in the ocean against the tide, like against the waves, like yep. it's going to be hard. But if you turn around, if you just let the ocean carry you, it, it's yes. crazy how quickly you're, you guys travel down the beach, you know? That's exactly. And Oprah has a quote that I've, I've been saying for years, which is essentially that is like, you're fighting the flow, like let it carry you, like turn around and let it take you where it's meant to be. And I couldn't, couldn't have said it better. It's just, you're, you're resisting when you make space for that, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes, it's going to make everything easier. I love it. I love it. Well, as we start to wrap up today, I would love for you to think back to pre-Emily, like pre-business, like that blog Mm -hmm. days. What would you tell yourself or what would you do differently if you got the chance to start over? For me, the lesson that took me like the longest to learn that I wish I knew from day one is just say what you want to say, be who you want to be, really own your experiences, your value, your knowledge, you don't need permission. You don't need approval. You, what you have to offer is valuable and people need it. And you getting stuck in your own, oh, should I, shouldn't I, who am I, like story is just keeping you from the people who need what you know. So show up totally unapologetically and really just say what you have to say. The moment you said that, I had that song come to my head. Say what you want to say. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I know. We... It's so hard for us to really just be ourselves. We're so scared. And I spent so much time just being afraid and I'm never again. I mean, how much energy do we give to, to that? It's crazy. So much energy. It's ridiculous. And it's what is holding back so many women. Yeah. Because people want our authentic self. They want all of us. They don't want our little like curated, perfect version. They want our are too loud or too messy or too are imperfect. They, people, we connect most with people that are totally authentic, that are even a little strange, a little odd things like rock stars and celebrities and like the David Bowie's and the Freddie Mercury's of the world. They're weird, 
but we love them for it because it speaks to something in us, which is that unapologetic, totally authenticness. And we're trying to curate this like acceptable version of ourselves. And it's time to just throw it away and just embrace all of our weirdness, all of our idiosyncrasies, all of our desires fully without apology. And the people who are meant to find us, who will genuinely connect with us, will find us. Yeah. The world wants your freaking weird. Bring they it do. out. <laughs> they do. So true. I love it. That might have to be the new title of the episode. Yeah. Good. <laughs> find your weird. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, a question I love asking because I love to know what's on the nightstands of successful entrepreneurs. What is the best book that you have read? Oh, the best book. That is a tough one. I feel like the books kind of rise to meet you where you are and sort of appear. Oh God, the best one. <laughs> Or most recent, whatever you want. There's, There's no so rules. many. Yeah, I mean, I I would say the most impactful um, that comes to mind is uh, Glennon Doyle, Love Warrior. She and her um, Carry On Warrior. Those books changed my life when I needed permission to be an imperfect mother, when I needed permission to care about myself and stop putting everyone and everything else first. That really, those books really changed. Actually, it started with her blog. She was a blogger for a long time and that changed me profoundly. So those were my absolute favorites. I love, I love all of the, you know, Abraham Hicks, like asking it is given those kind of little bit of woo woo books. Marianne Williamson has so many incredible books. Um, Law of Divine Compensation, A Woman's Worth, like all of those just are, are really so, so helpful. Love it. Thank you for sharing all those. How can everybody listening in, how can we connect with you? Well, I am on Instagram a lot. That's where I hang out. It's my first name and last name, underscore coaching. And I also have a private Facebook group called More Than a Mom, which is where I really show up and give a lot of free trainings. This week, I'm doing a bunch of some training on how to kind of show up for your life. And when you really show up for your life, life will show up to meet you. And that is, you have to, you know, sign up. It's a private group, but then once you're in, you're in. And that is like the best place to really get a lot of great information, connect with other moms, get past the guilt and start fighting for what you want and get support in a community that is on board. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing all of this wisdom and your experiences and your journey. I'm just so excited to share your story with the ambitious moms listening in. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. I am so excited that you got to hang out with us here today in your earbuds. And I wanna help you get further connected into the Six Figure Ambitious Mom community. So head on over to katiefleming.co slash tribe for your own invite into the Six Figure Ambitious Motherhood community. I'll see you there.